Peterson Financial Group is an independent financial services firm that helps people create retirement strategies every day using a variety of insurance and investment products to meet their specific goals. We are not permitted to offer and no statement made during the show shall constitute tax or legal advice. You should talk to a qualified professional before making any decisions about your personal situation. The information presented is not a solicitation for the purchase or sale of securities or investment strategies. We are not affiliated with the U.S. government or any governmental agency. Investment advisory services offered through Peterson Financial Group, Inc., a registered investment advisor. This is the Retirement Ready Podcast with President and Founder Eric Peterson of Peterson Financial Group, Iowa's retirement specialists with an office in West Des Moines. It's time to make sure that you're retirement ready. Eric, let's spend a little time today here on the program talking lazy money. Uh, first off, I guess just tell people what lazy money means. Well, it's money that is not uh, working. They ain't doing right? much, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's like my teenager. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. You know, I was thinking about this the other day. And I came home and told my wife, like my my daughter, who's in college, you know, she basically babysat, you know, to make some money during the summertime. Uh-huh. But She's never had a job where she actually had a, you know, I must say a real job, but, you know, somewhere she had the a accountability time or to yeah. punch in and out. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm like, wow, she's in for a rude awakening when <laughs> it gets, <laughs> gets there. But could be. We'll be there to support her. So what lazy money is, is that money's just not doing anything for you other than just being there. And the biggest culprit of this, of course, is going to be savings accounts and money market accounts, those types of things. Right. To the 1% uh, we talked about earlier. Right. right. If you're lucky. I if mean, you're I lucky. Think, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I've had people come in with, uh, you know, they'll have a 1099 interest statement from the bank that'll report amount of interest on a very large amount of money, and it costs them more to file the tax form for to report that interest to the federal government than what they earned on that account all <laughs> <Wow>. year. So <laughs> that's that's, that's that's actually a penalty, right? You're yeah. paying twenty five dollars to the form. Maybe you only made fourteen dollars in interest. That's or something cu- that's like cousin that. Eddie money right there. If you, <laughs> yeah. if you watch the vacation movies, it just goes backwards. <laughs> right. So a lot of people subscribe that they need liquidity. You know, it's that rainy day mentality that they have. You know, what if something happens and you'd be able to get this money? And I get that. And so when you think about that, there's three basic things that money can do and you only get to pick two. So you can have money that is safe, have money that is liquid or have money that has growth opportunities, but you only get to pick two. So the lazy money I would say is safe and liquid, but it's not growing. And so if you want to have growth, you either have to give up the safety or the liquidity and so if you give up the liquidity, what you're looking at is something that would be, you know, maybe an annuity, something like that, because mm-hmm, it doesn't right. have so much liquidity, but it does have safety and growth. If you want growth and liquidity, you're going to give up the safety, which means you're going to be in investments, mutual funds, ETFs, stocks, things like that. So, but yeah, lazy money is just not, it has really no purpose other than just it makes you feel good that, hey, if I, if, you know, everything goes to hell in a handbasket, right. I can go walk in the bank and get this money. Yeah, there's that, do- there's that dollar sign attachment some people have to like their savings account. They need to see a certain number to feel good. Right. Yeah. And when we point this out to people that liquidity changes when you get too closer to retirement because a lot of the money that you have saved to retirement actually becomes accessible to you. So that is a form of liquidity. You know, a lot of people espouse that, hey, you need six months worth of income in a safe place, safe liquid place in case you were to lose your job, right? right. Still got to pay your bills, that kind of stuff. And I believe in that as you're working. But as you get close to retirement, as you cross this threshold called 59 and a half, now other things become available to you if you need them in a pinch. So you don't need as much liquidity in the bank. So it just has to get to a number that you're comfortable with. And that's different for each person. 
But determining that then allows you to take some of that money, maybe put it to work for you and get better interest on it or better returns on it or more income from it. Things like that that can really make your plan sing as opposed to just, you know, keeping it under a rock and not earning anything on it because inflation is going to be eating at that money every single year causing its purchasing power to go down and down. So you need to grow it. Yeah, absolutely. Well, you're listening to Retirement Ready with Eric Peterson, 515-226-1500, your number to call. We're talking lazy money here on the program, that uh, that couch potato money, if you will, that just kind of sits there and doesn't do a lot. Now, aside from the reason we just gave, kind of like it makes me feel good to see a certain dollar amount, what are some of the reasons people might have lazy money? I think it's just that they don't have a plan. Okay, right. And so they're just, you know, finding where to put some money. And then they don't know anything, so they just leave it in the bank, right? And it accumulates and accumulates. A lot of people also were um, burned. You know, 2008 left some scars. People still have those scars. Oh, sure. And um, there's like, hey, I don't trust the system anymore. I'm just, you know, I need this money. I don't want to risk it at all. And so they've been sitting on the sidelines for over 10 years. And the market has fought back and, you know, gone to even higher heights. Which, which that probably is a whole other can of worms they're dealing with, right? Because <laughs> they oh, missed yeah. out on that. But Yeah, because now you're kicking yourself twice. You know, one, you locked in the loss by, by moving it out <laughs> of the market. Right. Yeah. And then you didn't get any appreciation. And that's why having a plan really helps. And knowing what your risk tolerance is and knowing why you're growing money and what kind of return you need to earn to make your plan work. When you know those numbers, then it becomes a lot easier Rather than just, you know, uh, having this doomsday mentality about, you know, things just going to implode and all your money is going to be gone. That's why you need to have this balance between risk and safety. And that's what we do very well here at Peterson Financial Group. People have a, a very calming confidence about their plans once they meet with us because we show them that, hey, even if 2008 repeats again, you're still going to be okay. Yeah. Um, okay. And so I think that's a lot of it. It's just people just, you know. They got burned. Gunshot. And they yeah. don't want it to happen again. Yep. Yeah. Well, so I'm going to kind of phrase it to you this way, Eric. So, you know, lazy money. So we know it can be dangerous. You kind of touched on that. You know, basically you're losing money safely, right? You're losing out on buying power when you have too much of it laying around and, and kind of kills your motivation, right? You don't see anything happening. So how do you help people make a transition and find ways to use that lazy money, put it to work, I guess? Well, one of the concepts that we cover in great detail during our process is this concept called the three worlds of money. Okay. Okay, Right. So we have this world of safety. Now, in that world, there's three main characters that can help you or three main entities that can help you. There's banks, there's the government, and there's insurance companies. Okay. Now, they're all going to issue some kind of a product which is has some safety to it. It's got principal protection, has a known rate of return. The issue is, is the liquidity issue. So if you go into, let's say, a CD at a bank, then you can't usually pull out that CD until the term is up. Maybe you can take the interest from it, but you typically have to keep it there for that time. If you buy a bond, you have to leave it there for until it matures. Otherwise, you got to sell it in the marketplace, and it could get more or less than what you paid for it. And the annuity has restrictions. Sometimes you can get at some of it, usually 10% or maybe interest until the end of that term. So what they provide is principal protection and known return. What you don't have is full access to it. And that's okay if you understand what that is. Then we look at the other world, and this is the world of growth opportunity. But when you go for growth, you also have to take on some associated risk. And there you have things like, you know, mutual funds. This is the brokerage world, Wall Street world, if you will. So you got mutual funds, you have stocks, you have exchange-traded funds, you even have bonds. And then you also have these uh, things called limited partnerships, maybe some real estate investment trusts, and also variable annuities. So the reason why you put money over there is you get potentially 
higher returns than what you can get in the safe world. And the one question I ask everyone is that if you could get 7% on a CD right now, how much of your money that's in at risk would you move into the world of safety? And guess what the answer? <laughs> Probably a lot. <laughs> right. They say a lot, if not all of it, right? Right. Now, you could get 7% in that world of safety at one time. And that was just about 1999-2000 is when you had 7% on five-year CDs. And right now, if we had that, people would be you know, going into them. You know, <laughs> be locked, dancing in the streets. Barrel. Right. Right. But it's not that high right now. I don't know when it could get better, but it's going to be probably a while. So when you go into this world of investing or this world of growth, you have to remember that you have no principal protection and you have no known return. You don't know what it's going to make until you evaluate the return, right? Until the end of the year. Say, okay, this one was up 5% or it was down 7%, something like that. And the only guarantees that you have in that world is that your values are going to change on a daily basis. Every day the market's open and you're in investments like stocks and bonds, those are going to change on a daily basis and you're always gonna pay a fee when you're in that world. Now, sometimes the fees, you know them and sometimes they're hidden or buried in the rate of return or in a mutual fund, they're disguised. So you don't know your true fees in those, but you're always paying a fee when you're in that investing world, that world of growth, the Wall Street world, if you will. And then your returns could you know, be all over the map, right? Oh, yeah. So in between those two worlds is a third world, and I call this the linked world. And what it is, it was the insurance companies, the ones that came out with this, and now the banks do it as well, but they're instruments that have principal protection, but they link the interest that they would credit you to the performance of the growth world. And so you have upside potential, but no downside risk. And so that's the bridge for this lazy money that a lot of people find very comforting, is I can have the same safety as I have money in the bank, but I can have potentially better returns because I'm linked to the upside of the market. And if all you got was the upside in the stock market, why wouldn't you be in the stock market, right? Because <laughs> right. it's got great upside. <laughs> but it's that downside is the problem, so you can eliminate the downside. Now, when you go into these, there's restrictions, uh, there are contracts, you got to make sure it's right for you, but this is one way that you can put that lazy money to work for you. Okay. And we find that very comforting for people, especially as they approach retirement, because they're great for income guarantees. They're great for providing a safe place to take withdrawals from, because the only way it goes down is by money that you pull out. So you need to understand what these can do and see if they can work in part of your plan. You've been listening to the Retirement Ready Podcast. If you have questions about what you've heard on today's podcast and would like to schedule a complimentary retirement readiness review with Eric Peterson and the team at Peterson Financial Group, call now. 515-226-1500 is the number to dial. That's 515-226-1500. They are Iowa's retirement specialists and standing by to help you achieve your financial and retirement goals. Want to ask a question online? Visit the team at askericpeterson.com. Thanks for listening to the Retirement Ready Podcast, making sure that you're retirement ready. Peterson Financial Group is an independent financial services firm that helps people create retirement strategies every day using a variety of insurance and investment products to meet their specific goals. We are not permitted to offer and no statement made during this show shall constitute tax or legal advice. You should talk to a qualified professional before making any decisions about your personal situation. The information presented is not a solicitation for the purchase or sale of securities or investment strategies. We are not affiliated with the U.S. government or any governmental agency. Investing involves risk, including the loss of principal 
principle. No investment strategy can guarantee a profit or protect against loss in periods of declining values. Any references to protection benefits or lifetime income generally refer to fixed insurance products, never securities or investment products. Insurance and annuity product guarantees are backed by the financial strength and claims-paying ability of the issuing insurance company. Investment advisory services offered through Peterson Financial Group, Inc., a registered investment advisor.